Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. We continue reading about Jesus' life and ministry in John's Gospel, starting with John chapter 9, going through chapter 10, verse 21. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been born blind. Rabbi, his disciples asked him, Why was this man born blind? Was it because of his sins or his parents' sins? It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. This happened so that the power of God could be seen in him. We must quickly carry out the task assigned to us by the one who sent us. The night is coming, and then no one can work. But while I am here in the world, I am the light of the world. Then he spit on the ground, made mud with the saliva, and spread the mud over the blind man's eyes. He told him, Go wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. Shalom means sent. So the man went and washed and came back seeing. His neighbors and others who knew him as a blind beggar asked each other, Isn't this the man who used to sit and beg? Some said that he was, and others said, No, he just looks like him. But the beggar kept saying, Yes, I am the same one. They asked, Who healed you? What happened? He told him, The man they called Jesus made mud and spread it over my eyes and told me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash yourself. So I went and washed, and now I can see. Where is he now? They asked. I don't know, he replied. Then they took the man who had been blind to the Pharisees because it was on the Sabbath that Jesus had made the mud and healed him. The Pharisees asked the man all about it, so he told them, He put mud over my eyes, and when I washed it away, I could see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man Jesus is not from God, for he is working on the Sabbath. Others said, But how could an ordinary sinner do such miraculous signs? So there was a deep division of opinion among them. Then the Pharisees again questioned the man who had been blind and demanded, What's your opinion about this man who healed you? The man replied, I think he must be a prophet. The Jewish leader still refused to believe the man had been blind and now could see, so they called in his parents. They asked him, Is this your son? Was he born blind? If so, how can he see now? His parents replied, We know this is our son, and that he was born blind. But we don't know how he can see or who healed him. Ask him. He's old enough to speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who had announced that anyone saying Jesus was the Messiah would be expelled from the synagogue. That's why they said, 
He's old enough to ask. Ask him himself. So, for the second time, they called in the man who had been blind and told him, God should get the glory for this, because we know that this man Jesus is a sinner. I don't know whether he is a sinner, the man replied, but I know this, I was blind and now I can see. But what did he do, they asked. How did he heal you? Look, the man exclaimed, I told you once, didn't you listen? Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? Then they cursed him and said, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know God spoke to Moses, but we don't even know where this man comes from. Why, that's very strange, the man replied. He healed my eyes. Yet you don't know where he comes from. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but he is ready to hear those who worship him and do his will. Ever since the world began, no one has been able to open the eyes of someone born blind. If this man were not from God, he couldn't have done it. You were born a total sinner, they answered. Are you trying to teach us? And they threw him out of the synagogue. When Jesus heard what had happened, he found the man and asked, Do you believe in the Son of Man? The man answered, Who is he, sir? I want to believe in him. You have seen him, Jesus said, and he is speaking to you. Yes, Lord, I believe, the man said, and he worshipped Jesus. Then Jesus told him, I entered this world to render judgment, to give sight to the blind, and to show those who think they see that they are blind. Some Pharisees who were standing nearby heard him and asked, Are you saying we're blind? If you were blind, you wouldn't be guilty, Jesus replied. But you remain guilty because you claim that you can see. I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger, for they they will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the Good Shepherd. 
The good shepherd sacrifices his life for his sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him. And he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. Just as my father knows me and I know the father, so I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock with one shepherd. The Father loves me because I sacrifice my life so that I can take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. For I have been given authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again. For this is what my Father has commanded. When he said these things, the people were again divided in their opinions about him. Some said, He's demon-possessed and out of his mind. Why listen to a man like that? Another said, This doesn't sound like a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon... Open the eyes of the blind? At the beginning of our reading today, the disciples ask Jesus a question when they come upon a man who was blind from birth. They ask the question, Why was this man born blind? Was it because of his sins or his parents' sins? This was a very common thought at this time. In fact, we see this thought continue to this very day. We assume that when bad things happen to people, that it must be that they have sinned and that God has turned his favor away. The opposite, people assume, is true as well, that if, if someone is very successful, that they're wealthy, for instance, that God must be blessing them and approving of what they are doing. But Jesus says it was not because of his sins or his parents' sins. And this is the key. This happened so that the power of God could be seen in him. You see, our lives are to give glory to God. It's easy to question God and wonder where he is at when we are experiencing difficulty and pain. If we're going through a sickness or a loss of some sort, we might assume that God is far away. And yet Jesus is saying here that in these moments, we have an opportunity for God to receive the glory. Now, this is a very difficult thing sometimes when we are going through the pain to be able to truly allow God to work in our lives. Let's just imagine what will happen when we are willing to say, here I am, use me, use my hurt, use my brokenness so that the Father above 
can receive glory and that God can demonstrate his glory in those that look at us. This doesn't always mean that we're going to be like the blind man who has his sight given back to him by the Lord. We cannot assume that God receiving the glory is always going to result in us getting what we want, having all the health and the wealth that we could ever want. But God does receive the glory when we give him praise in the midst of the hurting and the suffering. God receives the praise that when others would cast derision and hatred towards God, that we lift him up in praise. So, may all of us today, right here, right now, when we are going through difficulty, or maybe things are going great, may may all of us be willing to say, we are here so that the power of God can be seen by all of the world through us. Thank you again for joining us for The Journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.